Well, many of you will have listened to my sermon on Sunday, where I took us through a slightly unusual, unconventional journey through Lent, a journey involving four coronas, four crowns, uh, corona being the Latin word for crown. And I asked you, where are you on that journey through those four coronas? Let me just recap on it. Before the start of Lent, most of us thought that Corona was just a beer, Corona beer, all about Mexico. And as refreshing as Corona is, I'm pretty sure all of us recognise now that this crisis that we face, it's more important than just sort of cracking open a beer and pretending the crisis doesn't actually exist. So second Corona, second Corona, coronavirus, named Corona because the virus looks like it's shaped like a crown. And this corona, coronavirus, it's all about mayhem. I mean, we know it's a big deal when the Queen broadcasts to the nation on a Sunday night and she declares to us, she quote said, this is a time of disruption that has brought grief to some, financial difficulties to many and enormous changes to the daily lives of us all. And the Queen, she linked it as a crisis now to the time that she first broadcast to the nation back when she was a 14-year-old during the Second World War, saying both of those two events, Second World War and now with the coronavirus, both of those are times of pain and separation for many families, many people. And yet in the midst of this crisis, it's right for us not just to sort of look down through the microscope at this virus and look at all the sort of stats of the daily death figures, but actually for us to lift our eyes up above the mayhem and to look through the telescope, as it were, and look at Jesus in all his greatness. I, I talked on Monday uh, in HTC Daily about how the Queen, she noted that the rainbow has become the symbol of our national spirit and that all the loads of children are, are stick drawing pictures of rainbows and sticking them in the windows of houses. It's sort of a, a celebration of the effort of key workers are coming together of the nation. And I said, actually, that rainbow symbol, it's perhaps even more apt than people realise because it doesn't just point to our national spirit but it also points to God's spirit. The original reason God gave a rainbow to Noah, you may remember that the flood had been a way of God demonstrating his wrath, his right anger at human sin. And then God says in Genesis 9, he says that the rainbow is a sign of God's commitment to us. The rainbow is a promise that God would restrain his wrath, that God would hold his anger back, that he'd never destroy the earth in the same way that he did with the flood. And I think that brings us such encouragement today at this time with all that we're going through. Because in this time of global pandemic, we know that God will never let there be a destruction like there was with the flood. And we know it in a way that Noah never knew so clearly. We know that the rainbow reminds us how our heavenly father, he is prepared to restrain his right and just wrath. He's prepared to restrain his anger against sin, our sin. He's prepared to hold it back because his wrath was poured out. His wrath was poured out not on this world again, not on you and me, but his wrath was poured out on one man on a cross outside of Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. And so this Easter, in the midst of the coronavirus, the rainbow is a symbol to us of God's faithfulness. We look up through the telescope. We look up to the rainbow as an assurance to us that God, he has not forgotten us. 
God remembers us. And we know that because he took upon himself in Jesus. He took upon himself that wrath that each one of us deserves. That is how much God loves you and me. We see that at the cross. And so that moves us to focus on the third corona, not corona beer, not coronavirus, but Jesus on the cross, Jesus wearing a corona thorns, a crown of thorns, a crown that is all about mockery. On Palm Sunday, the crowd is declaring praise of Jesus. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. But on Good Friday, the soldiers crowd round Jesus and they mockingly kneel in front of him. They cry out, they cackle, hail, King of the Jews. They shove a crown of thorns on him, the thorns going into his head and the mockery going into his heart. And today, yes, there are some like those soldiers actively mocking Jesus and the Christian faith. But more of us, we mock Jesus, not in active ridicule, but we mock Jesus by keeping our earthly crowns on our own heads and saying by our actions, Jesus, I know better than you how to run my life. And that makes a mockery of King Jesus, the king who loves us so much that he goes to his death on the cross and who longs to be our Lord and our saviour, who longs to be king over us, king of our lives. And when we say, no, Jesus, no, we know better. We want to be king of our own lives. And if this coronavirus crisis has taught us anything, it has taught us that there is no one better to have as our king than Jesus. For we all have a king. If not ourselves as our own king, then something or someone else. And whatever those things are, We have discovered in the last few weeks that they have crumbled money. It is crumbled with many furloughed, having forced pay cuts or or losing their jobs and their business. Sport, it's crumbled. We're resorting to having a virtual Grand National to keep us entertained. Education, it's crumbled. Schools scrambling to provide tuition online, travel, culture, entertainment. They've all crumbled as our kings. Pretty much every possible king that we look to rule our lives, that we worship, that we dream of, that we work for, they've all crumbled. But Jesus, he remains. Jesus, he is the one king, the one king who we remember this Easter, he has died and he's risen again. He has conquered sin and death and he is now ascended in heaven. He is crowned with glory in heaven. And that's our fourth and final corona of our Lenten journey, the the corona glory, the crown of glory that is all about Jesus's majesty, the majesty of the one true king. And so in this week known as Holy Week, as we approach Good Friday and Easter Day, I think it'd be wonderful for us individually, but also particularly actually for us together as connect groups tonight, for us to think on and discuss two things. And the first thing's this, where are we on this Lent journey? Where are you? Where are we on this Lent journey? Have we moved from Corona beer all about Mexico to coronavirus all about mayhem to Corona thorns all about mockery and all the way through to Corona glory all about majesty, King Jesus's majesty? Or are we still somewhere earlier on the journey? 
and particularly with that verse in Revelation that I mentioned at the end of my sermon on Sunday with this image of all these people gathered around King Jesus's throne these people they represent all of God's people throughout history and it says they lay their crowns before the throne and say you are worthy our Lord and God to receive glory and honour and power. So where are we in the sense of relinquishing control? In the sense of laying our earthly crowns before Jesus' throne as we look to him? Like King Charles I in the image I showed, saying, I'm not king of my own life. I, I lay my earthly crown down again. And I look up again, I look up again above the mayhem of the coronavirus and the mockery of the corona thorns. I look up again at you, Jesus, crowned with glory. I want you, Jesus, the one who is the majestic king. I want you who is the king who went to the cross for me. I want you to be king of my life. Are we, are we doing that this Easter? Are we laying down our earthly crown, looking to King Jesus, the one crowned with glory? Or are we keeping control of some or, or even all of our lives? Are we keeping ourselves king with our crown on? And I'd love us to discuss that honestly in our connect groups. So that's the first thing I'd love us to discuss. The second thing I'd love us to discuss, not just, just where are you, but where are your friends? Where are your family? Where are your colleagues? Where are your neighbours on this journey through the four coronas? Where are they? You know, I wonder this Easter time, I, I've done a little sort of six minute version of, of this, this Four Coronas talk. And it's aimed, this little six minute version, it's aimed at those perhaps who don't normally go to church. Those who aren't in a relationship with King Jesus. And I wonder if you might think through, or, or if you might chat through together with your connect group about how you might use this Easter, with all the uniqueness of this Easter, how, might, how you might use this time right now, to point other people to Jesus, to King Jesus. And here's a suggestion. You might send people an, an email, or you might tweet or post a link to my six minute evangelistic version of this talk. Please watch it first, check that you think it's okay, that it's decent enough. But then you might, you might, you might contact your friends with a little link to this talk from the rector of your church. You might invite them to church online for Easter Sunday. You might invite them to come along to Alpha online uh, starting on Tuesday the 28th of April. So would you have a think? Would you have a think about whether you might do that? Discuss in your connect groups how you might creatively use this Easter to be a time to point your friends to King Jesus. How can you and I help our friends move along that journey of the four coronas towards our majestic King Jesus. Let's pray. Let's pray. King Jesus, we say, please, would you rule in our lives? And forgive us where we have kept the crowns on our own heads. And help us be those that take off our earthly crowns and lift our eyes to you, our King with all majesty. Pray this in your name, for your glory. Amen.